Super Talk Mississippi media production. William Carey University Athletics. Every sport you find exciting. Crusader Talk. Crusader Talk. Come on. This is Crusader Talk. Crusader Talk. We're covering everything William Carey University Athletics. From the field to the court and the diamond. On Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. Happy Monday to you, and happy Martin Luther King Day as well. It's another action-packed edition of Crusader Talk here with you, live from our Super Talk Hattiesburg studios on 97.3 FM, supertalkhattiesburg.com, and online in podcast form, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Caleb Hamill, joined by Josh West, Will Tony over there on the ones and twos. Been since Ben Milan was here that uh, we used that phrase, I believe. Been a, been a hot minute. I like that. Different casual way to reference a board you've done it since ben but yeah i don't think i can ever say it without giving but, yeah Hayden, or credence to ben but let's let's make that a thing of the past <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness but glad to have you along with us here uh, for this edition of crusader talk our second one here of 2024 and we're happy to be with you for it let's talk basketball today it's kind of the only thing that's uh, really moving the needle right now outside of uh, <laughs> outside of preparations for baseball and softball season coming up. They're going to start their seasons in early February. Uh, but I also have to give a little shout-out to uh, a sport that we barely talk about, and that's archery. Archery's got a big uh, event coming up here this week as they'll be participating in the USA – Archery National Championship, I believe, or let's see, which which one is it? I have to look back at the calendar that we have. But they're, they're competing in some big tournament uh, coming up this week as well. But outside of that, uh, majority basketball going on across uh, William Carey landscape. Before we jump in too deep into things, we have to give you all a schedule change uh, to the basketball ledger as both the men's and women's basketball games against Mobile have been moved. They were originally scheduled for Tuesday night at Clinton Gymnasium. Those will now be on Wednesday night. Uh, Same location, same times of 5.30 and 7.30, but you need to know that they'll be happening on Wednesday now uh, due to the uh, weather that's coming through and the cold conditions. It could produce some uh, hazardous ice on the roads. Uh, We just are doing this out of abundance of precaution. Also, I believe campus is closed tomorrow as well. I'll yes. double check that. Yeah. So with that, I think it just kind of made sense to not have a, a 5.30 and 7.30 basketball game when campus was already closed down. And look, we're just not as hardy as Buffalo Bills fans. Let's be honest. Oh we're not going to shuffle through waist-deep snow to get to our seat. No. To and... create our seat. We're just not going to do that. And so we're not even going to go watch. We're not even going to drive impossible or the kansas city chiefs fans i mean my goodness negative 30 it it, did it get down to negative 30 that was the forecast because about about half time about half time it was negative seven i mean and i'm uh, once you get to that point it can get colder but it's not going to feel cold it's not going to feel colder the coldest i've ever been was Missoula, Montana. Mm. That was a different level of cold, and that's what they are experiencing. Colder than that right now, Iowa, Memphis, Mm -hmm. Missouri, all through. And this is a blast of epic proportions. 
And I feel like for this time of year, I, I don't know. It just seems it's intense. a little early. It, it, it is a little early, but for those of us, for, for those of you listening live on ninety seven point three, it's going to get cold tonight. It's supposed to be nineteen for the overnight low. Wind Under, chill. The the wind chill you got to worry about, but there is a forty five percent chance of snow at midnight. Now, the reason I say this, yes, it's going to warm up to a high of thirty four. But it's only going to be for a couple of hours, and that's going to be between, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, one and three tomorrow. So keep that in mind. The roads are going to be so slick, and that's why they're canceling schools because you can't take a bus out on roads like that. We just don't have those kind of buses. So stay home and don't get on the roads. I mean, Hattiesburg drivers are they're pretty... Bad. Uh, they're bad enough as it is. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to add ice to the equation. Right. You know? It's, it's, it's uh, bad enough as it is. I mean, we have, like, serious accidents on a weekly basis on the Evelyn Gandy Parkway. I'm talking about and flip Highway cars, 98 too. sideway yeah. cars. I mean, multiple car collisions. Yes. Just that's stay the, home. That's the abundance of precaution. Which means I get to drive home later tonight as it's getting cold. It'll be, I just beat the rain. You'll be, you'll be fine. Uh, but wrap up the faucets tonight. Make sure you, you leave them dripping as well. Yep. All the different things you, your grandmother taught you about how to you know, keep the house warm and keep things in order. Uh, do the right things. Uh, but let's now kind of, you know, as we've gotten the disclaimers and the warnings out of there and the schedule changes, let's kind of jump now into what we saw over this past week. And Josh, sure, let's you, talk uh, sports. You got a lot of uh, good basketball action under your belt from this past week you got to do a lot on the road as a matter of fact uh walk us through it just venue wise what was it like to experience ut southern and blue mountain christian it was a lot of fun uh you know you think about the opportunity to be able to cover those games last week so that none of that would have happened this week and who knows what a nightmare that would have thrown the entire southern state schedule into not just UT Southern, Blue right. Mountain, William Carey, Loyola had those had those games not happen this week. Now there will be some teams that are affected this week, but William Carey will not be in that mess. But uh, UT Southern, it was a really nice venue. Um, students, that was their first day back. They did have a, a decent crowd. I think about half the crowd of students they were looking for. They've got a very good team. Um, I would hope that the students would catch on to that at UT Southern you know, here over the next few weeks because they're really, really good. They've won 12 in a row now. So they are legitimately kind of pulling away as the top of the men's bracket. And um, so they got the win over the men, but the men get the split against Blue Mountain. We'll be talking to Coach Knight about that in the next segment. And then we've got the William Carey Lady Crusaders. Four wins in a row, five out of six. Their only loss on the road to Loyola by one. Mm-hmm. But it's not just how they're winning. They've won by an average of almost 30 points a game yeah. in their last four games. And a player who we're going to talk about a lot is Rose Warren. And Rose Warren, when she moves to the point a couple of weeks ago, Everything has started to click for this team, and you could really see it against Blue Mountain. They started that game on a tear, um, got out to the huge lead, um, had a 17-0 run to start that game, led it 19-2 at the end of the first quarter, limited Blue Mountain to one made field goal in that opening quarter, just a few quarters removed from limiting – well, I say that. They had the game on Saturday, but the Bruton-Parker game, they limited them to – one made field goal in the last few seconds of the first half. 
so incredible. The man himself just walked in the studio. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we sing in his praises and he walks in. We get in the studio. So, so the defense, the defense is, has been leading the charge for this team. Improved point guard play, limiting turnovers. It's led to good shots. Transition is going better. You'll hear all of that from Coach English in a moment. But, yeah, a lot of fun. Blue Mountain is a very tight rims, very small gym. Uh, they play well in that gym. That was those were good wins as well. And you know, kind of looking at what the guys were able to do, you know, they're they've been on an ebb and flow trend here lately, and so they they run into a buzzsaw in UT Southern over on the road in Pulaski. Uh, and make no bones about it, UT Southern is a terrific basketball team. They lead the conference right now in the standings, ten and zero to start the year, sixteen and two overall. Uh, and when you look at the breakdown of how all the teams shake out at this moment in time, uh, you're looking at William Carey in fifth place in the men's and women's standings, for that matter, uh, with uh, right now ahead of William Carey in the men's side, UT Southern up top, Mobile at 7-2, and two, Stillman at 7-2, and two, and Life at 7-3. and three. And look across the ledger at the women's side. Mobile's also ahead of you there. Loyola at top with uh, an 8-0 conference record. Life is sitting at third with six and three. Mobile sandwiched between those two, and then Faulkner at six and three, and a tie with Life for third place. So, with that, you have a lot left on the table ahead of you, and it kind of proves that this two-game set on Wednesday night is going to be a huge factor. I don't know if William Carey is going to catch Loyola, but that last game of the year in Hattiesburg on February twenty-fourth against Loyola. I think William Carey is going to find a way to win that game and go into the tournament with a ton of momentum. It's at that point that the the idea that a win is a win. Sure. Yeah, I mean. But to get that win and to get that confidence boost, yeah. and then you're going to probably be I, – I really could see easily right now Carey's opposite side of the bracket mm-hmm. as the two or the three seed, opposite Loyola the one – but with a win over Loyola in their hip pocket in the most recent matchup, because they felt like they gave that game away yep. in uh, New Orleans, and so and, and would you echo those thoughts, Caleb? Do you kind of feel like that that was one that slipped? It, it was, and it's one of those games where you look at it was a one point loss, and when it all boils down to how the final moments tick down, just a couple little mental mistakes that you know cost the game at the very end. There, Coach English could touch on it if we ask him about it, but. Uh, this is definitely a team that Kerry is capable of taking on toe-to-toe. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out. You've heard the old saying, you lose close, then you win close, and then you mm-hmm. win big. Kerry's kind of jumped the whole win close. They've just gone from losing close to winning big over the last couple of weeks. So I'm okay with a, that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> this is a Kerry team that's got a lot of momentum. All right. When we continue, we'll be talking a little bit more basketball. We've got Coach Knight and Coach English coming up in our later segments as we have a huge basketball edition of Crusader Talk on tap for you. Stay with us. tuned in to Crusader Talk on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. We continue here on Crusader Talk here on this Monday, talking all things basketball, as William Carey will be facing Mobile 
on Wednesday now. Schedule change, no longer on Tuesday. It'll be Wednesday. Girls game at 5.30, men's game at 7.30. They'll be available on supertalkhattiesburg.com as well as uh, with a video stream on the Cary Sports Network. Find the links on gowcucrusaders.com. Coach Tracy English, head coach of the women's basketball program as well as interim athletic director at the university, joins us in studio. Great time to bring in a guest. We have finally guilt-tripped you enough to make an appearance on Crusader Talk. We're happy to have you along, Coach English. I'm glad to be here. Good to see you guys. <laughs> Good to be with you. Next to Ben Burnett, probably the busiest man on William Carey's campus, it, it seems. So we're, we're happy that you've uh, chosen to at least spare some time uh, for us, and especially now that you don't have uh, a campus that's in session tomorrow. I don't know if y'all are free to go or if y'all are still going to try to you know, get some work done over there or not. But yeah, we're going to try to get in the gym some tomorrow. I, I gotcha. We were we, I mean, we were headstrong. We were ready to play. I mean, we had. I know we had a great practice. I know Steve and them had. A, he'll tell you later. He had a great practice and we were ready to go and really wanted to play tomorrow night. But we understand and we want we want it to be safe for everybody and we do want to see everybody out so i was just thinking before we came on tonight this is now going to be the second uh, game against mobile that i've been involved in that has been delayed because of something weather related yeah we went down there and got rained out by the way <laughs> went down there got warmed up in the terrible storm and the roof was leaking and and everybody was already down there the warm-ups were just about over i was in the middle of pre-game and all of a sudden, I see everybody start, you know, kind of yeah. musing and talking to each other. And all of a sudden, you see people coming off the court, and they're not coming out of the locker room. And yeah, just one little leak that came on the floor. By the next day, it had dried up, and so we played a Friday Saturday doubleheader because this was that COVID year yeah. uh, that we all get <clears throat> to enjoy. But nevertheless, we still at least get to play the ball games. We'll be happy to have everyone at Clinton Gym. Come out, wear your red. It'll be a great night of basketball, both on the men's and women's side. Coach English, for you and your team, this is a, a revenge game. A yeah, bit. it's huge. I mean, uh, University of Mobile having a great year. They're sixteen and two. Uh, I think they're they're one game back of Loyola in the in the standings, and it's just historically, it's a it's a it's a uh, a game that we all look forward to anyway. It's a rival type thing for us. It always has been. We're both up close to the top, and and. You know, every quarter means something to us at this point. So we're look, we were looking forward to it. We still are. Who does it benefit, though? Because you had Mobile about to get on a bus to travel and it gets scrapped at the last moment. Does Is this not as big of a challenge on the home team in this situation? Does this benefit Kerry a little bit, perhaps, inadvertently? I don't know. I, I just – I think it's hard on both of us because – I, I know they're practicing every day just like we are, and they're eager to get to us as just as we are to play with those guys. And it's just, I mean, you're just ready to go. You've done everything. We pre, we've uh, we've done the scout report. We we practice hard against it, and I'm sure they have as well. And and then all of a sudden we get turned back. So you, I don't know. I don't know how to affect us either way. I, I don't think I don't think anything matters because of the type of game it's going to be. We're talking to Coach Tracy English, head man of the women's basketball program. Coach, in kind of looking at how the 2023 half of the season closed out versus how you've had the 2024 part of the season begin, uh, these girls are playing with their hair on fire right now. I mean, oh, yeah. looking at the margin of victories, uh, over 30 points or right at 30 points in the first two games, uh, above that against UT Southern 
and just a little bit under that mark against Blue Mountain Christian. I mean, girls are on a tear to start off. And I, one thing that Josh uh, probably was going to have a question for later, but I'll go ahead and bring it up right now, is the fact that Rose Warren has been moved to the point. She's made a huge difference on this huge team. Huge difference, yep. Huge difference. Uh, just uh, she's confident there. She she looks like she belongs. She fits in a little bit better there for us. Uh, just I think I told Josh the other night, uh, after well, Saturday, I guess it was, or that uh, you know it's hard to get her out of the basketball game because you still, you just feel so comfortable with the ball in her hand and she's she's distributing the ball well. She's finding the right people at the right time. She plays a heck of a does a heck of a job on defense, but she run she's running our offense to perfection right now. Well, and then there was one particular play where Corpus comes up with a loose ball. Hits her, I believe it was Corpus, on an outlet at near half court. She had a gear that I did not realize she had. And a lot of that is just because of how long her stride is. But she had another gear, and she actually pulled away from the last defender for the coast-to-coast lay-in. I mean, she's a better athlete than you might give her credit for. Absolutely. Absolutely. We watch it every day in practice. Uh, she competes all the time. You know, it, uh, she, you saw the gear because she wanted to beat that kid down the floor. And, and that's the way it is with her. She's an athlete. She's a competitor. She wants to win in everything she does. So she's, I mean, she's made the difference for us since we moved her to the point. What has clicked with the Kerry culture that is reconnected with her enthusiasm for the game of basketball? I, I don't know. I, I, you know, she's having fun. I mean, she just really is. She, she everybody gets along. Just it's just like you guys. I heard you guys talking about. The chemistry with amongst the coaches and the programs and stuff, and it's the same way in our locker room. She gets along with everybody. Everybody gets along with everybody, everyone. But she's having fun playing the game. It's it's huge. It's yeah. It's I mean, it's not a job to her. She does things the right way, but she's having fun doing it. And that's and and she made that aware, to, you know, that that's big for her. So it, it, one more follow up, Caleb. I know you're chomping at the bit, no, you're but, good. but how do you make collegiate basketball? in your program not seem like a job. And this is where, parents, I want you to lean in a little bit to the radio because college basketball, if you're not careful, can seem like work. You've got to keep it fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've, we've got had a big push in the last couple of years of mental health type things, you know. Um, so, you know, we've got a program with that. But it's just something that Coach Garrigan and I talk about all the time. You gotta, you, it's got to be fun. We work hard every day. We 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 walk in the gym every day and we talk about competing in everything that we do in practice. But it's still you got to have fun doing it. And, and there's not a day that go, doesn't go by that we're not having a, a a great time working hard in the gym. So I mean, it's just fun. That's and it, awesome. of course, when you're winning, you know, <laughs> winning's fun, right? Um, minor question: Is your sure. foot okay from that stool you kicked on Saturday a, a little just, bit ago? I must have just tripped over that. I don't know. That, you know. Oh, uh, how did I not see that? I don't know. It, I think the action was on the other side other of the floor, of the so floor. the camera didn't catch it. And neither hey, did the officials. 34 years. I know when to do it and when not to do it. <laughs> uh, Coach, I, I got to give you credit. Watching the emotion you coach with, uh, from my vantage point especially, is a, a treat. Uh, all joking aside, it really is fun to see you out there. And I asked you, I think last time you were on this program, uh, what's it like for you as far as your intensity during practice? And you told me uh, my intensity is during the game. Coach Garriga is the one that gets after him in practice. That's before. right. She is. She does. She. Uh, I mean, 
like I said, she competes in out there as well. I mean, she she's a detailed person, you know, box out, help, hand up, you know. We got all these little sayings that we do, and she's she's fired up in practice, and she uh, she lets them know she gets after them a little bit. Now I want to detour just a little bit because we okay. haven't had you on since you uh, got the interim athletic director tag uh, applied to you. How has that balance just in your you know working life and all that been to both coach these uh, girls and then also have all the paperwork and all of the different responsibilities that this role adds to your job? Well, it's been challenged, but I've got good people around me. Lauren Broom. Assistant mm-hmm. athletic director does an absolute great job uh, handling a lot of that stuff. But the difference for me is I walk around instead of practice and practice with the, with the phone in my hand because I'm it's emails and text messages mm-hmm. all the time, and I have to pull away, walk over and handle something. You know, probably three or four times a, a day during practice, and maybe more than that. I don't know, but just the help you know that I have from her and and Jessica's also does a lot of you know the athletic. She's an associate athlete, an assistant athletic director in, in some parts of it as well. So we have a pretty good team together that we handle all that stuff. So it's been pretty fun. That's good. Now you have to be attached to the phone, not through Twitter or anything else like that. It's all emails and phone calls, and we're happy that you at least return ours. You know, I feel like yeah. we should be low on the totem pole, but you're gracious enough to return ours anyway. I try to get them all back, man. <laughs> we established our pre-game interview time and so i don't i don't bother him anymore he knows i'm going to be there i'm going to show up at that given time and we'll get the interview done because it, it's hard to get in touch with this guy even on the road it's pre-game meal it's pre-game you know whatever the 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 game day things are um but yeah and jessica i feel more confident going up to coach because coaches coach Gerga's always got game face on oh always super intense and so i don't want to get in her way in yeah. preparation yeah, so, but she, but but I let her come to me and reach out, put out her hand, yeah. and then I know she's she's not in tunnel vision at that moment. Well, you know she played for me, and she was like that as a basketball player. She was she's awesome. My goodness, she's so focused, so focused. Well, Coach English, we're so thankful that uh, you've joined us here for this edition of Crusader Talk. Finally. Uh, so privileged to have you here, not just as a women's basketball coach, but interim athletic director to talk about that as well. Uh, look forward to seeing your club out there on Wednesday night performing Clinton Gym. Everybody get out there and support. Man, we really would like to see a lot of people in the gym because it's such a big contest for us this week. Yeah, Mobile showed out as far as their crowd was concerned down in Mobile when Kerry traveled there earlier this season. Time to return the favor as they come into Clinton Gym. That's Coach Tracy English. On the other side of this timeout, we'll catch up with Coach Steve Knight to talk about the men's basketball side of things at William Carey when Crusader Talk continues. Talking everything William Carey University Athletics. This is Crusader Talk on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. We appreciate Coach English joining us. Last segment for Crusader Talk. Talking all things basketball today. And we continue that trend now as we welcome the other head coach that will be doing battle on Wednesday night for William Carey. That is head coach of our men's basketball team, Coach Steve Knight. Hall of Famer, Steve Knight. Hall of Knight. Famer. You could attach so many different tags uh, to this uh, 
42nd season reigning head coach of William Carey, former athletic director and former baseball coach too, but that's a little lesser known fact there. Uh, we're happy that you're on the basketball side now, coach, permitently, uh, rather than baseball. But uh, you, you and Coach Halford Absolutely. are kind of doing some battle as far as who's going to be uh, the one that retires with the most head coaching seasons under their belt when all is said and done. Are, are you all actually actively talking about that, who's going to end up with the largest number? Uh, no, we don't talk about that. It's just, okay, uh, who's going who's to leave first? <laughs> who's going <laughs> to shut it down first? We've got a little race going on. Yeah, because you've got more head coaching seasons, but he, I think, has more actual years at the university in some role as That's far right. as not being a student. So it's kind of a, an ebb and flow there between y'all two. But happy to have you along tonight, Coach. Big game coming up. Uh, you know, it needs hardly any introduction. This is a game where uh, the Crusaders upset Mobile on the road. Last time they faced one another, an 81-80 to victory. Ashton Campbell getting a shot made towards the end of the game, and then the Crusaders played defense uh, in overtime. Uh, but that's a game where your team had a pretty good lead on Mobile. I think it was a 17-point lead uh, that Mobile was just able to fight back into. But at the end of the day, William Carey got the job done, and they're going to have to play with that same tenacity here coming up on Wednesday night. No doubt. Really good team. And, and you know very well that uh, we've had difficulties holding leads all year long. So um, any lead that we get, especially the double-digit ones, they, they, they'll disappear in a heartbeat. And, and a little bit has to do with the fact that we play at a high pace and we get shots off quickly and we haven't learned how to gear down uh, late in games. Um, you know, that that's a fine line in coaching basketball. You know, the, you keep letting them go on. Um, and when you do want to finally slow it down, when do you do it? You don't want to take away your, you know, momentum that you may have. Um, and sometimes when when uh, you're shooting a little quick and the shots um, don't go in, then it, it obviously gives a opponent uh, more opportunities to get back in the game. But um, you know, we've been working on that. I've talked with you about that. We've been working on it, and uh, unfortunately. You know, here since Christmas, other than the middle Georgia game, we haven't really had a lead to work with. So, <laughs> uh, I think we, you know, in middle Georgia, we had a great first half and, and uh, they came back on us on the second half. But, um, you know, that may have been, that may have been our best half of the season, um, that first half against middle Georgia. That'd be hard to argue with there. And talking about your pace of play, yeah, you can, have a team that scores in quick fashion, they can also miss shots in quick fashion too, and that's how the game right. kind of goes right. left or right. Uh, so, Coach, it, obviously the big game against Mobile, but let's kind of turn things back just to recap this past week of basketball. UT Southern, it, great program. It, there's nothing much more that could be said about them. They, they are you know, doing a terrific job in the conference this year. Uh, they're just a bit of a buzzsaw. And it was a, a tough effort for your club there, but you bounce back and get the win on the road at Blue Mountain Christian. And this is a, a Blue Mountain team that has you know, shined in different areas. They got a win over Mobile before. It's a tough gym to play in, but your team was able to get the job done in a very close game throughout that afternoon. Yeah, we knew that week, uh, this past week, was going to be really tough because. Uh, you know, Blue Mountain is always tough to play. It's, it's, it's hard to get a win there, uh, regardless whether they're up or down in, 
in their talent. It's just a difficult place to play. And and um, UT Southern, uh, we knew what they were going in, and and uh, you know we would have to play our very best. And you know had it, we had it down to sixty one fifty seven there with a, you know about eight nine minutes to go, and we just we just went right back to shooting quick, very quick miss, and they ran us out at the end. Uh, and wanted going away, but. Um, you know, Blue Mountain game was one that that first half they hit us with nine made threes, and uh, you know that hasn't happened in quite some time uh, to us that many in one half, and, and a high percentage too. They were nine for nineteen, and we made adjustments at halftime, and and you know changed some things uh, that we were what we were doing on some of their sets and. Gosh, we came out the second half and limited them to five total field goals. And one of those was a three-pointer that was a desperation at the end of the shot clock. It hits the backboard and goes right in one of their guys' hands and lays it up. So, you know, really four legitimate field goals in 20 minutes of action. I don't think I've ever had a, a team that has done that. Um, and they only scored 18 points. and. Of course, they're very good defensively too, so it's hard to get away from them. They're gonna they're going to keep that, that score in the fifties and low low sixties if possible. Um, but we made some huge um, plays late in the game to kind of pull away a couple of big threes. Um, uh, I told the guys, you know, we weren't going to beat them shooting threes, and about forty percent of our total field goals are three point attempts and. Um, we just weren't going to do it. You could see and shoot around the night before in our practice. You just—it's very difficult ball. You have to hit the sweet spot of the of the net for the ball to go in. And um, you know, some of our guys were having difficulty. So when you look back at it, toward you know, box score at the end of the game, forty of our sixty-one points were in the paint. So the guys did a great job of of, of sticking with our game plan and. Not trying, not trying to take a high percentage of three pointers, and um, we ended up winning the game. So, you know, I give the guys credit. And I'll, I'll say this: after the Tennessee Southern game, uh, PJ, uh, I got with him bef- before practice, and I said, I, I said, look, and I told the team this: I said, from here on out, if you want to talk to anybody about defense, you talk to PJ. I've got the offense. We kind of just split it in half, and I'm letting him focus on the defense, and I'm focusing on the offense. And and uh, he he did a great job in practice, all uh, getting ready for Blue Mountain. And you know, we talked uh, as a coaching staff about those adjustments at halftime. But you know, he picked the right spots to go to our half court trap and our our full court press. And we had him a little bit rattled, so uh, you know he's an up and coming coach, and defensively he knows he knows what he's doing. So um, we'll just see if I can get the offense straightened out. 
He's Steve Knight, head coach of the Crusaders. Coach, this is Josh. Uh, it was a treat to be with the team in Blue Mountain on Saturday. And one of the moments that stuck out to me was when there was a well-placed timeout. It was 24-14. The team was down 10, and you really had to challenge your guys. And they answered with a 10-0 run. You had to be pleased with the response from your team in that very critical moment because if it goes the other way, you might run out of time and not have a chance to come back. Absolutely, that was that was a, a, a nice response from the guys, and yeah, they were challenged during that timeout. They, I got after them pretty good, and, and they they responded. Ten zero run, got back, and tied the game up, and then they got away from us a little bit again. Then we came back, and uh, then they had the last little run there uh, right before the half. So, you know, I've got good kids. They listen. They want to win. Um, you know, sometimes I, I think they're a little undisciplined in the way they play the game. But, they, you know, they have to be taught that. And, and it doesn't happen just overnight. You have to play game and, uh, after game and get, get the game-type experience to understand what's happening to you in a game. Um, you know, so it, here we are in uh, almost mid-January, and we're still having issues with certain things, as are every other team. And it just it just takes time. That's why you know you have your old saying that you want to be playing your best basketball uh, toward the end of the season and going into the conference tournament. And that's that's how you do it. You build it through game type experience. So I, I know these guys are going to continue to work hard, and and they're going to start seeing some carryover from game to game as far as playing smarter and tougher and uh, understanding what needs to happen in, in, you know, whatever situations you're in 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 that particular game. Um, It's just, it just happens, you know, and, you know, you you hear that, hey, there are no more freshmen in January and February. You know, it's the same thing. You've got these, these other guys that are, they're, they're half a year older as far in terms of how to play the game of basketball. Coach, we'll cover some of these whenever we get to record a pregame interview coming up Wednesday. But uh, just one little tidbit on Mobile that I want to kind of ask about is how do you plan to help try to shut down guys like Ezra McKenna? And uh, I'm trying to remember their other you know, top talent that they have that plays there. Well, Dante Jones. Dante Jones, yeah. yeah. How, how do you – go about that because I feel like Ezra McKenna had a great game against you down in Mobile but you closed out everybody else and that was enough to get it done well that's that's really what you have to do with Ezra you're not going to really contain him um, you know Tuesday last week I know Saturday at, at uh, life I think he had no it was last Tuesday I'm sorry he, he had 36 and like 15 rebounds I mean just do your best and try to not let one guy win the game and and focus a lot on the other guys. And uh, in that game, Dante Jones didn't even play. He he's, he he rolled an ankle in a uh, I think it was a Bruton Parker game. So uh, you know that's that could be the best four or five combo. And was it is the best combo? It may be the best two players at the four or five in our league. And and that guy um, you know he jumps so well Dante does so I know that ankle um, you know they're trying to get him right but 
Uh, you hate to see injuries like that, but they've had they've had their share of them this year with a couple of players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but but you know. Um, We'll just do our best. They like to score points. We like to score points. We know we're going to have to guard. Today was uh, a great practice for us. We really yeah. got after it. We spent the whole time on defense. That's what we like we to hear, Coach. Well, yeah, Coach, we got, look forward I mean, to seeing we're it. We're diving on the floor for loose balls like crazy. I loved it. <laughs> well, Coach, we look forward to seeing what that club can do here on Wednesday night against a really good Mobile team. We'll look forward to catching up with you then, all right? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. All right, he's Coach Steve Knight. We'll continue with more here coming up on Crusader Talk. From the coaches to the student athletes and the fans that cheer them on, you're listening to Crusader Talk on Super Talk Hattiesburg 97.3 and supertalkhattiesburg.com. Final segment with you here on Crusader Talk as we get ready for William Carey and Mobile. Not the only games going on this week is we got a full calendar to talk about uh, before we get out of here tonight. As we mentioned, games against Mobile have been moved from Tuesday to Wednesday, same times, 5.30 and 7.30. And again, it's the red out game. Wear your red, come show off, show out, be loud and proud as William Carey takes on rival Mobile back in the GCAC days, now SSAC, the conference they play in. Uh, also have uh, men's and women's track and field competing at the Samford Invitational in Birmingham. Uh, also another basketball game they haven't even talked about. Men will travel to Dalton State over in Georgia to uh, face the Roadrunners out there. And here, here's the thing. Those are the two games that I circle on the calendar every year. Oh, man, it they're always competitive. Mobile and Dalton State. Always competitive. Loyola is also usually a pretty good competitive game, and that's a pretty short drive to go watch. But, man, Dalton State used to always be just a, a fierce – caddy game inside Clinton Gym. And I think to this point still is. Uh, The only problem is they're having to go on the road to Dalton State this go-around after they faced Dalton State at home and got the win uh, back on December 2nd or whatever it was. It's not an easy place to play. No, not an easy place to travel to either. No. Think about that. And it's just a men's game. They don't have a women's basketball program at Dalton State. But just a one-shot drive all the way out to Dalton, Georgia – now you turn around and come back. Now listen, I got family in Dalton, Georgia. Watch your mouth. I, I'm talking about it, the drive. It, nothing it, about it, Dalton. It's a long way off. I'll give you that. Yeah, no, I, nothing against the town of Dalton or the people there. No, I'm just talking about strictly the drive, and that's one of a couple trips that Kerry has to make all the way out there because they'll mm-hmm. not only go to Dalton for this Saturday, but then the men and women's teams will go out to Thomas uh, to play uh, their team, uh, the Nighthawks. On next Saturday, with no other game going on around them, yeah, it's I'll, be out, I'll be out there. Yeah, I'll next. be I'll be calling on I'll call on accounts in Eastern Alabama, so like Ozark, Alabama, Troy, Alabama, right. Dothan area, stuff like that. And then I'm going to stay in Tallahassee. Well, Tallahassee is only like 90 minutes, 85 minutes from uh, from Thomas, and so then I'll come right back down when I leave, right back from Thomas to Tallahassee, hit I-10, and come home. Huh. Yeah, and that's that. That's next Saturday. 
next right. Saturday. So not this Saturday, but the next Saturday. Hmm. We'll, we'll be pretty bare bones uh, coming into next Crusader talk. I'm going to be a lot of recapping, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, but outside of uh, basketball, I finally got the verbiage on what's happening in archery. At 10 a.m. on Saturday, they're going to be hosting the USA Archery State Indoor Championship, which means they'll be hosting uh, not just William Carey Archery uh, members, Blue Mountain members as well as Mississippi College people will be coming in and then some independent associations of uh, collegiate age uh, archery competitors uh, all going over to the Ben Waddle Sports Facility that's what I was going to ask is where are they going to host that yeah. so I, don't do it in Clinton Gym they do it at the yeah. Ben Waddle okay. uh, facility so that'll be out there I believe spectators are welcome to that I I got to see my sister-in-law uh, compete in archery she's a high schooler but uh, it's honestly pretty fun, especially when you move away from the targets and go to 3D stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're doing 3D uh, at this one, but I, I did have a note that uh, when they hosted it last year, it was the largest uh, archery meet, I believe, ever in the state of Mississippi. I would not be good at archery, and, and, and I'll say this. I shot darts for the first time Saturday. It is not as easy as some people make it look. Darts, no. Uh, no, darts is not as easy, but it, and I was never good at archery. But have you seen how intense darts on a championship level are with the fans in the crowd? And no. Look up. Okay, so I, <laughs> I saw this over the weekend, and it was an older clip, but uh, there were two competitors – uh, that had near perfect rounds, and I, I'm not great in the scoring of darts and all this. But right. Well, I mean, there's different. I have games. seen some of these clips. There's as well. different games that they play. Yeah, and so, yeah, two competitors going at it. It was. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Uh, two guys that were about to have absolute perfect nine darters in the same battle. Yeah, you know, to have one do it in in a match is one thing, but to have two in the same leg about to have it going into the final round. Well, look, two, two darts in the leg is really going to hurt. <laughs> Terminology, man. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, Michael Smith and let's see, I think that was his name. No, Michael Van Gerwen and, Somebody with the last name Smith. I'm not sure. Maybe his name's Smith, uh, Michael as well. But nevertheless, go look up them on YouTube yeah. and just the craziness of the arena as they're doing all that. It's great. Uh, final thing, Crusader of the Week. Josh, you had all the action this week. I'll let you take it. Yeah, Rose Warren averaged nine points, nine rebounds, six assists. So she's going to get that triple double. She'll end up with multiple triple doubles. Before the year's over, I say at she's least. Got to get those two. rebounds. That's I it. say at least two for Rose. She had eleven rebounds. Okay. In she's a game, she's got to put it all this together. Past week. So she's got to just yeah piece them all together. She had seven assists in a game. She had nine points in both. She had eleven rebounds in one. So the triple double is imminent. Oh, it's coming. And that'll be her second Crusader of the Week award yeah. when she gets that triple double. It's maybe it, maybe it'll happen against Mobile. We'll see. All right. That does it for us for Coach English and Coach Knight who joined us early in the program. He's Will Tony. He's Josh West. I'm Caleb Hamill. Until next time, good night, God bless, and go Satyrs. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.